Part 1. Dust chokes his throat. If there's anything about this country that he just can't get used to, it's the dust. It never ends. Even in the heavily tree-lined mountains, if you can still call them trees, where he's from, trees tower hundreds of feet above the ground. Here, they're barely taller than two men. The dust materializes from thin air. It's so bad he can't leave the barracks without a bandana secured around his head to protect his mouth, nose, and lungs. It's not uncommon for the stuff to gather around the openings of the eyes, nose, and mouth to mix with the moisture and solidify like concrete. He can only imagine the horrors the stuff is doing inside his lungs. But those are thoughts for another day. A day when he can finally sit at home in an air-conditioned house, maybe with a loving wife and a few children. A dog would be nice. A good, loyal, purebred. Not like the mangy mongrels found here. These dogs are so skittish, he can't get near them. Even with a piece of dried jerky in hand. Briefly, his thoughts returned to his childhood dog. A beautiful blue healer. She was loyal, and the best companion a teenager could have. He remembers scratching her ears and saying goodbye to her before leaving for basic training. He remembers the letter he received from his mother six months later, telling him his dog had died. Something moves through the scruff of the underbrush ahead, and he puts a closed fist into the air. The men behind him freeze in place, then gradually begin to fade into their surroundings. In seconds, they disappear. All that gear, all that equipment. It always surprises him at how silent they can be when necessary. Robert Daly holds his position, standing motionless in the middle of the overgrown trail. It's his responsibility to keep his men safe, and that means determining if the noises ahead are a threat. His eyes scan the shadows ahead, his mind now focused on the task, and not with those things of the past. He slowly draws his rifle to his shoulder and sweeps the barrel to the left, then back to the right. He can't see anything threatening, but the rustling noises continue from a heavy clump of knotted brush ahead and slightly to the right. The barrel of his rifle automatically adjusts that direction, a product of his training. He moves forward, creeping closer to the source of the noise. The brush rustles again as individual leaves and branches move, seemingly of their own will. There's no wind. Has to be a critter of some sort, he thinks. A chipmunk? Maybe a bird building a nest? He's at the clump of brushes now. Using the rifle's barrel, he pushes the branches aside. A sudden flutter of wings and feathers erupts in front of him as a bird takes flight, barely missing his face in its haste to escape the intrusion. Rob doesn't flinch, another product of his training. He returns to the rear and signals the sign for the all-clear. His fellow soldiers materialize from the landscape in the same way they blended into their surroundings a few moments ago. Watching them materialize never ceases to amaze him. Seeing it reminds him that these men are not just soldiers. They're magicians. His sergeant signals for him to continue on their mission, but as Rob returns, the ground below him erupts in golden flames. As quickly as the brain functions, his mind never registers what is happening. In the space of a millisecond, darkness converges on him, 
and wraps him in its unfeeling cloak of silence.